0: Welcome to the Zombies Heroes Podcast. In this podcast, I review movies and shows. They range from zombies to heroes and everything in between. I'm your host, Rohan Prashant. I am 13 years old and I was born in New York and moved to California when I was seven. My mother, Vina Prashant, and my dad, Ravi Jagopal, are the co founders of a membership plugin for WordPress called DigitalAccessPass.com. My dad, Ravi Jagopal, has always been big on movies. Therefore, he has been taking me to them ever since I was little. As a result, I have developed a passion for movies. There is no better feeling than sitting down with a box of popcorn, or in my case, nachos with cheese, and watching a great film. As my love for movies grew, I also started researching things about them in my free time. I learned about the budgets, box office collections, actors, directors, and more. One day, my dad walked into my room and said, Dude, you have to start a podcast. How about starting one about the NBA? Now, my entire family is a fan of LeBron James and basketball. And since he sees me so much into basketball, he thought I might want to do a show about basketball itself. But I knew right away that movies were my biggest passion, so I wanted to make a podcast about movies and TV shows. So that brings us to my first episode, where I review the movie Sully, with my dad, Ravi Jagopal. I also wanted to take a second to thank my mom, Veena Prashant, who has always pushed me to do something bigger with my life, try to be different, and do things outside my comfort zone. I love you, Mom. Too bad you only like watching really bad, two-star romantic comedies that I will never be able to watch with you. So, good luck when you come on my podcast. (laughs) Hey, Dad.
1: Hey, buddy. What's up?
0: Do you want to talk about Sully? Sure. Okay, so what were your expectations for Sully before you saw it?
1: Uh, the, the crazy thing is that we were in New York, even though you probably don't remember this. We were actually in New York when the, uh, the Hudson, um, the plane went down over the Hudson. So... I knew a little bit about the story, but I didn't know about the backstory. I only knew about the first part. Um, I don't know if the. Actually, I still don't know if the, the second part, the part in the movie was made up or not. Was was it made up, or it just said based on a true story, right?
0: Yeah. Were you in the city?
1: No, I mean, I was working in the city, uh, but uh, and uh, because I'm really terrible at you know, current events, because I don't watch the news, I don't read news websites and stuff, we're all into basketball, basketball, right? So it, I think it was a couple of days before I, I heard the news. But that's the that's the first time, um, you know, we actually experienced it, almost kind of like in real person, so to speak. So it was uh, fascinating for me to f- read the full story to, you know, look forward to watch the actual story, how it unfolded and then the second part was nice that you know how they turned it from him being a hero to him being somebody who lied and probably you know tried to cover up something
0: Uh uh-huh but um what were your expectations before seeing the movie itself like from the trailers and advertisements
1: uh with Tom Hanks, it's pretty much Tom Hanks and Clint Eastwood, both of whom I'm a really, really big fan. Um, Clint Eastwood direction, he, uh, I'm in, right? I don't have to really even look at the trailers. I'm in. But, yeah. So Clint Eastwood, b- back in the day, he was one of my favorite actors too, even though I always found him fascinating because you never really felt like he was acting. You know, in the old uh, movies, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, for a few dollars more. Uh huh. He always had this. He used to like uh, where he can barely look because there's so much sun. You know, he has eyes squinted and he barely, his facial muscles barely moved. But this guy was amazing. Um, this one, one of his favorite, my favorite movies of Clint Eastwood as an actor is, uh,
0: American Sniper.
1: No, and that was his, that was his direction. So I loved that, right? Um, and, uh, but as an um, actor, he has a movie called *Unforgiven*, and uh, we'll talk about that in a different episode. But yeah, if if it has Clint Eastwood, I'm I'm in. If it has Clint Eastwood and Tom Hanks, like it's guaranteed. I, I'm I'm sign me up.
0: Yeah, and all of most of Clint Eastwood's movies are very are either decent or really good.
1: Yeah, he almost doesn't make bad movies. One of my first recollections of Tom Hanks was the this movie called Big. So Tom Hanks played the guy, you know, of a of a man uh, who's was still a small boy at at heart, literally. So that was one of my favorite movies, and so yeah, it was great. Tom Hanks, you pretty much know some disaster is happening, right?
0: Yeah, you can't flip, you can't travel anywhere with Tom Hanks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would be terrified if I was I was his family, right?
0: Yeah, you can't go on boats with him, like from Captain Phillips. You can't go on planes, like Sully and Castaway. You can't travel anywhere with him.
1: Yeah, the you can't go to any place that has a volcano because there was there was a movie called Joe and the Volcano or something. I, I can't remember. Uh, it was a it was not a great movie, but and of course. Um, if you end up going to war, you'll come back alive. That much you know for sure. Uh, from uh, Forrest Gump, and you know. So.
0: Yeah, but in Castaway, the people with him didn't survive; just him.
1: <laughs> exactly, that's so true. He's
0: picking off everybody one by one.
1: Exactly. So if you go with Tom Hanks, you're pretty much dead.
0: Yeah. Unless you're a volleyball. <laughs>
1: even the vol volley- <laughs> even the volleyball died.
0: It didn't die, it just got wiped, washed away.
1: Yeah, that's technically dead, right?
0: I guess. No, yeah. it's not. Because it was never living. But the point is that...
1: Even a volleyball doesn't survive with Tom Hanks.
0: Yeah, but it survives longer than humans do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true.
0: And he smears his blood on it. When yeah. you think about it. If Tom Hanks movies, Clint Eastwood movies, you can go see... But the trailers didn't look that exciting. It looked kind of boring, like, because you knew from the beginning that everybody was going to be okay, right?
1: Right. That's the challenge with movies where people already know the ending, right? That's why it makes Sully such a great movie because you there's no suspense to the outcome of the plane crash because you know it's based on a true story. Pretty much everybody knows what happened. Uh, You know, it's like making a movie about world war or something and you already know who won and who lost so there's no suspense there but i guess the movie uh excels in the the other side that's what great movies do they don't just tell you a simple story they take an existing story and they put a twist on it and that's what sully's right? yeah saved all those people that's where the normal story ends this one takes off from Okay, so he saved it, but did he really save them? Did he actually cause the plane crash in the first place?
0: Yeah, because the NTSB said that he could have made it back to multiple airports.
1: Right. What is, what's the NTSB again?
0: Yeah, it's just some group that said he could make it back.
1: Right. He could. He should have been able to make it back rather than try to land on the Hudson.
0: Yeah, but what would have happened if... He couldn't prove that he couldn't make it back.
1: Right. That's, I mean, are, are we going to go into spoilers here? I guess, right?
0: Yeah, a little bit.
1: So we are going to go into spoiler. That's the hard part. They cannot prove that he would have been able to make it back and he cannot prove that he couldn't have made it back, which is what, you know, pretty much most cases are in court. Putting a reasonable doubt in the minds of the jury or whoever is judging the case.
0: But they did have proof, the computer simu- simulations.
1: That's not proof, though. that That's exactly what the whole movie is about, right? Because um, it's like watching a championship game afterwards, watch, watching the replay, and then saying, oh, you shouldn't have taken this corner shot because this guy was defending you. Well, if you watch it in slow motion and you know the outcome and you already know how it played out, it's it's very easy. They they say hindsight is twenty twenty. Do you know what that means? No. So twenty twenty is like uh, the power, right, of of vision. How how good your vision is. Uh, twenty twenty means perfect vision. So they say hindsight is twenty twenty, which means after it's happened, you know, you can always see it very clearly what should have happened. It's when you're in that moment is when it becomes the hardest.
0: Yeah, and one thing I noticed about the movie itself is that it was released at a good time because there were no there were no other good movies released around released at that time.
1: Right. So yeah, perfect timing I think. Weren't we like literally waiting for some movie to come out?
0: Yeah, it was that movie because two weeks before that there were no good movies. And two weeks after that, so people, if they want to see a movie, that's their best option.
1: Yeah, that's that's good marketing.
0: Yeah, and because of the good marketing, they made they've made so far about ninety-two million dollars. They've spent about sixty million dollars on the movie. Yeah, and it's only been like three weeks.
1: That's awesome. They made they spent sixty and made like ninety. Yeah, so far. Would you consider that a hit?
0: Yeah, $30 million profit. That's a lot. That's more than most movies make.
1: Right. Now, does the $60 million include ads?
0: No, that's a thing. It doesn't include ads.
1: Uh, how do you know that? I mean, do they say on these... Uh, where, where do you get these numbers from?
0: imdb.com.
1: So does IMDb say... Does it usually include ads or not?
0: Uh, usually doesn't. Sometimes it'll have another section saying this is how much they spent on marketing. Very rarely. Rarely. This one, it just said about sixty million dollars on the movie.
1: Nice. So, how much do you think the movie usually spends on ads?
0: Ads probably about half of their budget, but it depends on how much you see. You also have to take uh, into consideration how much they actually advertise.
1: Right. I don't think we saw too many ads for Sully. He was not definitely not like uh, you know Suicide Squad or or Batman or any of the Marvel movies, right?
0: They still advertised a decent amount because every time I opened Rotten Tomatoes I would see a Sully ad. Every time I went onto YouTube, I would see a Sully ad and a few times in theaters. So say they spent thirty million dollars, that means they would have just broke even.
1: Now is it ninety million in US or international? International.
0: Why do you think they spent the amount of money they did?
1: I think the majority of the money went to towards the, the plane. Um, the plane scenes, because p- pretty much for the most part, it's just uh, Tom Hanks wearing a suit and, you know, meeting people and talking to people. But the actual scenes of the crash, which involves actual planes, obviously they didn't crash a real plane. But the post-crash, I think they might have used a, the hull of a plane. You, you remember how they uh, in lost the first episode?
0: Yeah, they used a real
1: yeah they actually used a real uh, you know wreckage from a real plane that they, they they brought it to Hawaii again we were talking about uh, lost the TV series
0: and they would have also had to take into consideration the the current and the, if they used a real plane
1: right there's so many people involved right now because um, the, the stuntmen and uh, the st- stunt coordinators and uh, the people who, you know, bring the plane parts and make sure it doesn't sink into the Hudson because the city will sue them. So they have to take permission from the city. They have to have like all these hundreds of people for those scenes. So the, I think that's probably what cost the most money. Even even with Lost, the first episode was insanely expensive. Because they had to bring a live turbine. You know, the part where, you know, after the crash, somebody gets pulled in and dies.
0: The thing that explodes?
1: Yeah, they, uh, the fan or the, the turbine yeah. starts going off suddenly. Everybody says, run, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So they kind of use like a real turbine. And those were the really expensive parts, I guess.
0: Yeah, they had that in Castaway as well. After Tom Hanks lands in the ocean or crashes into the ocean.
1: Castaway looked more like it was all CGI, the crash, right?
0: Yeah, except for The Raft.
1: Right. I don't think they used any real plane parts. Maybe they did. I don't know.
0: Do you think Tom Hanks could have done better, or do you think he did very well?
1: No, I think Tom Hanks is amazing. I mean, he's he's definitely not necessarily, I wouldn't say, you know, he's the greatest actors ever. I, I wouldn't put him on the list, but it's pretty close. He always plays these characters that are misunderstood, so much in pain. If you, he has the look of pain on his face and uh I think Castaway Let me uh let me change my mind a little bit. I'm I'm with after watching Castaway recently uh, for the second time or third time, uh I was just reminded of what a great actor he is. So, um remember the uh the scene with Wilson? Uh, yeah. Right. I actually cried. Um when I was watching the movie i I literally cried um because I was so much in pain um i was i could feel uh, his character's pain when he lost wilson in the, in the sea yeah um, anyway well let's let's save that for a castaway review but um yeah i think he's he's amazing he's he's right there at the bottom of the all time greatest actors. And he has so, he has a kind of pain in his eyes and his face that helps him that helps him play, um, you know, uh, Forrest Gump and Castaway and and this movie where he is he's in so much pain because he has just saved you know two hundred something passengers and they're treating him like a villain.
0: Yeah, but he uh, Chelsea B Sullenberger who is the real Sully he actually. Um, said he didn't feel like a
1: hero. He actually said that?
0: Yeah, he said he he wouldn't call himself a hero, but he's grateful for, for the title. Yeah, he's one of the most humble people. And he retired from flying one year afterwards, after the incident.
1: What was the story you were telling me about um, Tom Hanks meeting him or something like that?
0: Yeah, uh, Tom Hanks met Chelsea v. Sullenberger at an Oscar party while they were still making the movie for the first time. And uh, he gave him advice about both Tom Hanks and Harrison Ford gave solely advice about handling all the uh, pressure and the fame. And that's when he said he doesn't feel like a hero.
1: Maybe that's what he, Tom Hanks must have used in the movie.
0: Yeah, he did. He said that in a line. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah when he was having a conversation with an interviewer. Do you think Clint Eastwood did a good job directing the movie?
1: Oh, I think it was amazing. It was totally on point, really tight script.
0: The CGI felt very real.
1: Oh, it was crazy real, yeah. I guess they used a real plane for many of the parts. At least it felt like a real plane, so that if they did CGI, that's amazing. Because if not for a second, you felt like there was any kind of... Even with really great CGI movies like Lord of the Rings and stuff, you'll, you'll feel it, right? You'll feel it's not real. You'll feel a little bit of CGI at times, no matter how good the CGI is. But this one never felt for a second anywhere that, um, you know, the, the whole thing was uh, on green screen or whatever. So whatever yeah. they, did, they did a really good, great job.
0: Aaron Eckhart, co-pilot with, of Tom Hanks in the movie. Right. Do you think he did a good job? I think he did.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he, he's a really good actor. Um, he tried a few uh, independent movies. He's maybe he's not that good to be a solo hero, but he, he was like he was terrific in this movie. I, I I really like him. I've seen a few of his movies, and uh, he's a really good actor. He was the uh, he was also in Batman.
0: Batman, yeah. Was he the commissioner or Two Face?
1: Yeah, the guy who eventually becomes two-faced, his face gets burnt off one side. Um, By the Joker. Yeah. The, yeah, he was in the Joker movie. I think Batman: The Dark Knight.
0: Yeah. You said earlier that Tom Hanks isn't one of the best actors on the list, but uh, on IMDb.com, he's seventh. He's rated seventh best actor. Do you think that's accurate?
1: Yeah, I would. I would say exactly. So he probably wouldn't be on my top three or top five. Um, You know, we can cover that list another time. Let's make a list of who your favorite actors are and mine are, and we can talk about that. But I would say seven to, yeah, seven to ten would be a... Seven is good, I think. Uh, I don't think I can find ten other people, but I'm sure I can find five to six other actors better than him.
0: All the actors and the director... Was really good, except Tom Hanks' wife was kind of annoying.
1: Yeah, that's just her character. You can't blame her. Uh, there she really doesn't have much of a role. All she does is call and and react. Right? She doesn't have much of a role, so doesn't matter who did it. She, the actual actor, was pretty good. Uh, I forget her name, but she was pretty good. I think it was Laura. Some, Laura. Laura Linney. Linney. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty good. Um, She's a really good actor, but, you know, the character doesn't have any scope except for reacting to whatever he's telling her and crying and this and that, but that's it.
0: I think the best part of the movie was when Tom Hanks told the NTSB why he was correct and how he proved everybody wrong.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. That was absolutely awesome because you keep thinking as they're playing... The uh, the the simulations, right? You keep thinking. Um, There's no way, right? How is it? How is he going to prove? And then he comes up with a
0: genius way.
1: Genius idea, yeah. So
0: even I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty smart.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're pretty good. You got a really good movie IQ. So
0: I mean, if somebody like me.
1: I know. Can't tell. Exactly. I mean, who else could, right? I mean, you're the ultimate movie critic.
0: Yeah, It's no surprise you couldn't get it.
1: Yeah, that was okay. You know, that was was to be expected. But you, that was was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you want to wrap it up?
0: Yeah. um, What would you give it on a scale of 1 to 10? Wow, you go first. I'd give it an 8.5 just because. It wasn't a movie that kept me on the edge of my seat the entire time. I mean, I got adrenaline. I was full of adrenaline during the landing because I felt like one of the passengers. Right. But that's that was about it. So there was nothing wrong, except it wasn't great. So I'd give it eight and a half.
1: I would probably give it an eight. Seven and a half to eight, I would say. Only because, you know, I've spent a lot more years watching an insane number of great movies. My, um, the bar is set much higher for me.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to my show. Go to ZombiesHeroes.com for more information on Sully and more movie reviews coming up shortly. I would really appreciate it if you could subscribe to my show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Stay tuned for next time.